Sabah al-Khair, Sabah al-Yasmin. We're back six months later. We've had six months of fantastic guests. And then I had to have a break. Some of you know, I had some health issues with high blood pressure. Now I'm better and I'm back. And I'm so happy to be celebrating these six months with all of you. Listening back to the episodes, I, you know, you sometimes forget how many fantastic people you were lucky to talk to and who were sharing their stories, their ideas, their beliefs and their identity. And I thought initially I'll do one show to thank all of you, but then I realized there's so many of you and you're all so interesting and you're all so fantastic that... We're going to do two shows, so there's one today and then there's one on Wednesday. I am blessed to have such fantastic friends and exceptional people from all walks of life that have said yes and have participated in the show. We covered a lot. We covered food, we covered Palestinian culture, we covered identity, we covered responsibility, community, and a lot comes back to one thing, humanity. The humanity of each one of you, the humanity of all the fantastic listeners we have, the humanity of what the future has to be built on. The ideas that fused in Sabah al-Yasmin, the people who've chipped in with their vision of things have created such a rich vision of where food stands and how food connects us, but also how we have to grow towards a stronger relation between all of us that is beyond ego, that is beyond, you know, chefs have terrible egos, um, that is beyond, um, you know, this is mine, this is yours. No, it's, it's about how we all connect together to create a human chain of change. We, I, I, I'm not going to even name all of you because there's so many of you and you're all fantastic, great people. But if you listen and what I've done is we're compiling a bit of the best of what you've said, <laughs> I mean the best if I could, I just, I actually I do listen to all of the episodes, um, but we're combining a bit of the things you've said together, I haven't edited them, so they're really just bits and pieces of what you've said. For this first show we have small contributions from your original interviews from Felicity Spector, Omar Sartawi, Sleman Mlehat, Sofia Halabi, Abdullah Diakout, Nujud Saadeddin, Ahmed Orfali, Swakhobat, Kemal Zawa, Lubna Warda, Damian Debre, Anissa Al Hilo, Mohamed Hadid, Massimo Botura, Wissam Jubran, Joe Barza, Mohin Abu Zaid, Bethany Khadi, and my mother. It was so hard to pick from all of your interviews what I wanted into this one. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being who you are, for standing for what you believe in, for being faces of our human diversity. 
I cannot describe to you how thankful and how happy I am that we shared with the listeners a lot of your stories, a lot of your personal beliefs of what motivates you, what makes you go out there and cook. Each one of you has contributed to humanity in a fantastic way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I also want to thank Radio Hara for having hosted us, for having put up with all of the technical headache that can come from working with somebody like me. Um, I want to thank Lies and Yusuf Anastas for their designs of the fantastic covers they bless us with at each um, show. You know, food is about pleasure, food is about responsibility, food is about community, food is about sourcing produce that are responsible. Food is about all of you and all of us and all of your customers for the ones that have restaurants, for all your readers, for the ones that have um, books that are out there. But it's also about identity and when we listen to some of the Palestinian contributors that are in different places in the diaspora, it's a lot about nostalgia. When we listen to people that have come to Palestine and discovered Palestinian food, it's about dipping into a culture through a meal. Um, when we listen to the ones that have fantastic social projects, it's again about getting all the people together around a table to work together, to eat together, to live together beyond all boundaries of faith, origin, um, beyond all boundaries of segregation. And Muhammad Hadid here um, describes that walk him and I had next to the segregation wall. It makes me sad, but also it makes me laugh that we're lucky to have this fantastic show in actually a place that's surrounded by a segregation wall. Food goes beyond walls, food goes beyond everything. And when you listen to all the great people, um, whether they're French, Italian, Palestinian, Jordanian, Lebanese, uh, British, uh, Kuwaiti, uh, Syrian, food is food and food is a community moment. Food is a pleasure moment. Thank you. And I want to thank the Diaspora Trio from Chile for their music that's going to be accompanying us a bit. Thank you, guys. We love your music. لا هو ملحوك في ويني
Good morning, hi everyone. Good morning, everyone. There. Akub. Ah. <laughs> you know that this, we are in the season now. It's of Akub, this plant that I love, and I'm used to go with my father to uh, to Tiberia actually, and uh, to find Akub. 
uh, I miss that and I miss to clean it. You know, I could, it's very difficult to clean because it's, it has, you know, the needles and it, it hurts and I miss it. So the, the diaspora, the Palestinian diaspora, it's so big. Like we are a big group of people around the world searching how to reconnect with our roots, how to show the world uh, that we exist and we are going to continue uh, showing our recipes, showing our culture uh, in this way. I think that's the best thing about our generation, like how they want to reconnect with their roots, with their heritage, with the, the things that our fathers and our grandmothers like left behind. I know you're passionate about mensef. I love mensef. And if I could eat it every day, I would. There's something very Moorish and very spiritual about, about having such a fantastic and a hearty meal. Of course, uh, you know, it's not terribly healthy to have it every day. But, you know, Laban, Lebanese meat was at the, at the heart of our cuisine. And I remember whenever I fell ill with diarrhea or a cold, mum would make would make me um, uh, a couple of things. Firstly, she would make me potatoes in uh, in jmeed. She would crush the jmeed, rehydrate it, and would would um, would add it to uh, sautéed potatoes, onion, and garlic. And immediately, it would have such a, a therapeutic effect. And I assume it's the calcium, it's the salt, it's it's a, it's like a Bedouin oral rehydration solution. It was wonderful. Let's all, everyone who lives in the region or abroad, uh, to when they cook our heritage and traditional food, let them post it, uh, tag it with our history, say from which village or city they are uh, coming from. Let's, uh, let's claim our own food. What one believes in and what one believes the change must be. I always hear what Gandhi said, be the change you want to see. The change is not going to come from above, from others, you know, it's just going to come from each and every one of us. If I want to say something, I just have to say it. So, and maybe you'll be helping me uh, saying it loud and spreading it through this uh, radio show or anything else. It means on any level, you have to believe that you need to make a change and you have to see what is your contribution to life. If each one of us doesn't have a contribution, I think our life is like just ridiculous and useless. So I don't believe anyone who says being passionate about food is enough. It's not. Curiosity and deep sense of my heritage and plenty of madness pushed my boundaries to cook with kind of meditation that transformed the food into art and evoked my beautiful memories. I want to make sure the world knows that Palestinian has their food is it has a, a stamp on it. It's ours. It's no one else. We make our hummus our way, and it's our hummus. We make our tabbouli our way, and that's our tabbouli, and goes on and on and on. So that's why I keep on stressing that food is a link, and 
I want to keep that link alive. That's ours. They can't take it away from us. ليس معك لانه انا ما شفت حدا بالدنيا كلها بتغزل وبحب وبيعشق وبتغزل بالسماء كانه احلى بنت ماشيه على الارض زي فادي بيعشق السماء لما بقعد بيشرح الشغله بخليكم تستعملوا الايماجينيشن تبعكم وتتخيلوا وحده بتجنن بس اسمها سماك فهون انا او زاكي نوت فادي ما جانا كول يو شيف انا جانا كول يو شيف فادي ام جانا كول يو سماك سو يو ار ماي سماك اند ات سوت يو بيج تايم هلا احنا كشفات علينا مسؤوليه كبيره على عاتقنا اجمعين ولسه امكاننا نغير الواقع اللي احنا فيه الى احسن وننهض كلنا مع بعض بمطبخنا وبقيه التراث كامل ولكن المساله بتحتاج الى شويه وقت بدها بدها اراده وقرار ورؤيه عمل جماعي ومشكلتنا احنا عن جد انه العاطفه دائما بتسيطر علينا واحنا اجمعيننا كلنا حلقه واحده لانه زي ما شايف مؤسسه تعليميه وكوادر المطبخ واصحاب المطاعم وثقافه الاكل للجمهور والعالم كلها حلقات مترابطه ومتداخله فانه بتوقع علينا كشفات مسؤوليه كبيره لنرفع مطبخنا العربي ونخليه يدخل الاعلى I'm glad you touched on that Fadi so my take I mean you know this was a, this has always been a quite a big pet peeve for me especially because I lived in the UK for 10 years and living in the US where everything is called hummus Um, you know, I, I really felt like when I got to my second book, I really needed to just kind of set the record straight. And so I ended up writing, um, you know, I wrote a whole two page, um, a, a synopsis on it, if you like, um, on what makes a difference, uh, between hummus and mtabbal, you know, because what I think everyone most of the time is trying to call hummus which hummus, as you and I know, and most people should or will know now, is uh, hummus just means chippy in Arabic. You know, hummus can be amtabbal, hummus amtabbal biltaine. So essentially what people are usually trying to say when they're calling beetroot amtabbal hummus, they mean amtabbal. Amtabbal just means to be tossed. Plus d'une centaine d'émissions avec des chefs de toute valeur, euh, tous euh, passionnés par leur métier, euh, comme je dis, des grands, des petits, des moyens, des stars comme Paul Bocus, comme Joël Robuchon, et puis le petit restaurateur de quartier, comme chez vous, il y a des petites, euh, des petites maisons, des petits restaurants où on mange d'excellentes choses, parce que euh, je vais citer Paul Bocuse, que j'ai bien connu et apprécié, qui lui aussi... Euh, n'est plus là, et malheureusement, il avait une phrase qui est qu'elle est la meilleure cuisine. Il disait, il n'y a qu'une seule cuisine, la bonne. She wrote them in Arabic. I mean, I can read and write in Arabic. And, um, but she wrote them in a most extraordinary way. Like she would say, oh, take him a kemshe of this, you know, a handful <laughs> of this, a coffee cup of that. And then always she finished her recipes, all of them, 200 or 250 of them, 
Utbahi hatta yandush. I didn't even know what yandush meant in those days. And I said, what do you mean? She says, cook until it's done. And I said, mama, please, you know, cook until it's done half an hour, an hour, two hours. You know, somebody who doesn't know how to cook cannot be, uh, cannot be told cook until it's done. They need proper instructions. Beauty is the way, you know, Camus was saying, uh, with beauty, you don't do a revolution. But one day, the revolution will need beauty to yes. rebuild. Yes. Once you rebuild the soul of the people, the places, you need beauty to create something amazing. Et ce que moi j'ai retenu en tout cas, c'est vraiment un, un travail euh, avec les épices, avec des, des parfums euh, vraiment euh, marqués et, qui, et que j'ai ramené un peu dans mes valises parce que je retravaille aujourd'hui du coup certains des produits euh, au restaurant, notamment le friquet que j'ai découvert chez toi et qui m'a beaucoup plu. Et euh, j'ai réussi à en trouver euh, sur Paris, à Rungis, un, un importateur qui en a. Et euh, alors, il n'est pas aussi bon que le tien, il faudra que je me renseigne si je peux en faire venir. Mais euh, en tout cas, c'est quelque chose que je cuisine maintenant euh, au restaurant. Et à chaque fois, les clients sont épatés. Mais qu'est-ce que c'est que ça Ça a un goût particulier, c'est fumé. Euh... Donc, je leur explique. Et, et ça me donne toujours l'occasion, du coup, de leur, de leur expliquer mon voyage. We had people... And uh, from Abila the Sham or the Levant, uh, we had people from Yemen, we had people from Iraq, we had people from Africa, Hejaz, Najd, and, 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 and Persia. So, so imagine the amount of, of uh, the mixed uh, cultures that have been combined in, in, in Kuwait and the amount of, of, of history and ingredients that have been gathered in, in this one, uh, one place. التالنت الأرض عطيتني أو حياتك أنت وحياتك الأرض عطيتني أو أنا بقول أنا بقول كل الصحن بتطلع it's a reflection of your spirit قديش الاسبري تبعك غني قديش أرضك بتعطيك لأنه أنت واقف يعني أنت بكونتاك تركت مع أرضك I believe in this where everything comes from uh, of course comes from numbers because Uh, we produce food on earth for 12 billion people. Mm. We are 7 billion on earth, but, uh, you know, we lose uh, 33% of the production. Mm. So we lose, uh, it's crazy. You produce three oranges, one goes immediately to garbage, no. you know? And, uh, and uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, uh, my mom always Uh, the uh, tablecloth, how it should be impeccable, the serviettes, how they should be. And really this, we I took it from my mother and all her sisters were the same. It seems their father was very particular and he taught them this. Bethlehem, it was even a more 
obviously because Christ was born there. And when I arrived, I felt like I was walking into jail rather than a city. It was surrounded by walls. And I was shocked, literally I was shocked that the birth of the place of the birth of Jesus was a qala. It's like a fortified city. You can't get in, you can't get out. It was so horrifying for me. And I will never forget that moment when I walked with you in the streets. I look on the right, everybody's smiling. You to the left, you see this large wall on the left side. It was so demeaning to me, to you, to everyone that is Palestinian, that they have literally tried to strip us from our dignity. And that will never happen. And that's what I'm trying to teach the new generation. I have my new generation teach the next generation. Palestinians, Aslan wa Faslan, and we will always be. في الشرف انك مشكلجي عن جد فادي انك انت حدا مشكلجي سو ذس ثينك فادي المشكله هاي مش كثير موجوده بحس الناس هون سمتايمز بيصيروا ما يحبوا بعض او بيصير في ما بيعرفوا يشتغلوا مع بعض يعني سادلي بحس الكلتشر انه احنا نشتغل مع بعض مش كثير موجوده عندنا انا بهمني يكون في 50 شيف ممتازين 50 طباخ رائعين هذول كلهم بيرفعوا من الليفل تبع بعض مبدئيا بالتنافس الحلو اوكي وبيوصلوا الكويزين بشكل عام لمحلات اكثر. فاي ثينك يعني هلا عم بيطلع بنيويورك عم بشوف عن طريق البروجكت عم بشوف عم بيطلع بنيويورك وعم بيطلع بامريكا مطاعم بتسوي اكل فلسطيني واكل من المنطقه تبعتنا كثير حلو. اي سالوتم ذيس از ريلي اميزنج. عم بشوف الريسبشن تبع الناس على الاكل عم بيكون كمان عظيم يعني بس الفكره انه تو يعني ندعم بعض وتو ليفت ايتش اذر اند جست ورك از وان او بلاش از وان بس يعني انه يعني just to support each other so we tell a better story and I المهم بالاخر nowadays it's not about the truth it's not about الحمص شو اصله هو فلسطيني ولا سوري ولا اسرائيلي ولا هو about who tells a better story about حمص and I think no one can tell a better story about anything than the creators of it يعني احنا عايشين طول عمرنا معه So no one can make a better hummus than us in that perspective. Here, but the idea we should support each other and tell better stories. Gosh, it's really hard to say what my favourite dish was because there was just amazing food that we had almost every day there. Um, one of my favourite things was a frika dish which you made for me with the the tahini and beetroot and lots of herbs, which was absolutely stunning. A bit like a, a risotto, but way nicer. Um, I also had a lovely roasted cauliflower dish with a quite a loose tahini sauce which was um, really really amazing um, and then of course there was that incredible fukhara that you made with Tom Hunt and uh, in that big wood-fired oven uh, with all those vegetables inside a clay pot never seen anything like it um, and I'll remember that forever I'm very proud to be Palestinian because my father and my mother Both are Palestinians. And I will never allow that the last generation, which is my father, and I am the next, next generation. That means if I don't keep our Palestinian name out there, then who will be the next Palestinian 
to do so. Thank God I have a son whose name is Anwar that will carry the flag and make sure the old will not die and the young will not forget. Thank you. Thanks for all your voices. Thank you, Diaspora Trio, for your music and Radio Al-Hara. We're going to stay there once a week from now on, again with Sabah Yasmin, Ramblings of a Chef. I'll ramble sometimes and sometimes I'll have other people ramble. But what counts is to get a message out there. 
be responsible, source responsibly, support small farmers, pick the product you use, make sure you elevate your cuisine, whatever it is, wherever you are, be proud of your terroir, because we're blessed, as Joe Barza was saying, we come from the land, and yes, we do come from the land. We come from the produce, we come from the soil, we come from the sun, we come from all the blessings that are given to us. And now we're getting close to the olive picking season, and that's a moment of real community, real community with earth, but also community among people. And I can't wait to see the start of the olive season in Palestine. I love you all. Thank you very much, and we'll see. We'll talk to you on Wednesday on the second part of the six-month celebration.